Welcome to the Filament Games Podcast, a show dedicated to game-based learning. Here are your hosts, Brandon Pitzer and Dan Norton. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, in the studio today, we have with us Carrie Rayhill of iCivics. Hello. Woo! Yeah. It's yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hootable thing. Yeah. Um, so, Carrie's going to talk to us about uh, what she knows about so iCivics and, and oh, yes, you know, anything else in your brain mm-hmm. is welcome to be shared, spilled onto the table here. Our, our assortment of wares for our listeners. <laughs> Can I also use my new, what I hope to be our new universal burning question for all interviewees? Yes, actually, do, do you want to kick it off with that? Yeah, I, just because so. it's a hook. Yeah, so <laughs> here at the Film and Podcast, we're constantly innovating on what types of groundbreaking content we can give you. And uh, I think I've struck upon a really important philosophy question we can use to really reveal the inner thoughts of some of the luminaries that we bring onto this bad boy. So, Carrie, what do you think is a the most amount of bananas you can eat in a day? And have that still be considered a reasonable amount? Qualifying question. Yeah, go ahead. May. Go ahead. Are they, what's, what degree of ripeness are we speaking? These are all ready to eat. So for me, that's kind of green. Okay, so that's fine. So if it's a kind of green banana. Whatever your ideal banana yeah, is. These are perfect bananas. Yeah. These are perfect bananas. Perfect bananas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say it would be reasonable to have a bunch. Well, how many is in that bunch? You're evading. You're evading the question, Kerry. <laughs> it's philosophy, babe. This is how Permission it works. Permission to treat the witnesses hostile. <laughs> Permission granted. <laughs> Overruled. I win. Um, I would say six bananas. Really? Yes. Don't, wow. don't judge me. <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just interested. Okay. So this is the segment where we ask people how many bananas they eat, and then we make them feel guilty about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> well, can you walk me through that day, and then I promise we'll move on to oh, content. Oh, I was just talking about, about a sitting. In a what? Sitting. Oh my question! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can do this anymore. <laughs> this, this has gone straight into a level of controversy I wasn't ready for. I, I would like you guys to just discuss, discuss that amongst so yourselves at a later right. date. Okay, I just want to confirm, you'll eat six bananas, and, and then later that day, you might be like, I'm going to have another banana, that's reasonable. If you can get bananas at the like apex of not quite ripeness for uh-huh. me, yeah. I will eat them... Till the day is done. Okay. All right. Well, that's... All right. This is... So far. We've set the bar high. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, this is exciting. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> this this really is groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do some thinking about this. This is changing my thoughts about bananas and reasonability. So, thank you. You're welcome. Norton, what are you playing? What are you playing with video game stuff these days? Well, what I think this would be a good podcast to say that I think I've reached the end of the road with Crashlands. All right. I, Meaning it's over or, I did not or you're over it? I think I'm over it. <gasps> I really enjoyed it. I've put in many hours on multiple devices, mm-hmm. um, but I was under the impression that uh, there were many worlds and that I was cruising through them and looking forward to getting the next one but i was at the third world mm-hmm. and then i found out that was it yeah and i honestly was like well then i kind of feel like i know the rest of what's going to happen in this game and uh i stopped all and right so it's been a wonderful journey yep uh, i really enjoyed it it's probably one of the best mobile experiences i've had the fact that it connected over to steam and i could play it uh, full screen was really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Writing was great, but uh, I think I'm done. 
All right. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. You gave it you gave it a lot of time. Yeah, he got a lot of time. Many weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Stardew Valley. Nice. It's still awesome. Yeah. I don't have much more to say besides that. All just, right. Just just raking in potato cash. <laughs> just <laughs> hand over fist. All right. Carrie, are you playing anything? I had to get my phone out to see. All right. And I am playing three games that make me really not a cool gamer. So all right, I'm just going to put that out yeah. there. All right. Um, One's a banana eating game. Yeah, and I win at that all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, New score. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, 80 Days. It's the... Oh, yeah. I love it so much. I that is about a... It. Co- that's that's, that's totally, totally a cool gamer that's thing. That's totally a cool person game. I feel game. vindicated. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I heard about that at Games for Change last year, and I've mm-hmm. been playing it religiously ever since. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Nico Atsume. Yes. Cat Collector. Yep. I'm kind of getting to the over it stage now. Yeah. I know what I need to do. And I just you I'm, need to collect more cats, Carrie. <laughs> I know, and I know like the special fancy cats. I just yeah, I've been really obsessed with it. And now yeah, you got to get those fancy cats. And mm-hmm. then there's a game called Red Herring. Nope, don't know it. So it's I, I just watched a chick on the bus do it, so I started doing it. Mm-hmm. It's four columns of words mm-hmm. that all have things in common, but you have to sort them. And then there's a red herring column of words that don't mean anything, but oh. might sound like they're something oh. irrelevant. It's a category category game. And it's actually kind of difficult. That sounds really pleasing. It's just, it's delightful in that you can just kind of chill on the couch and still feel like you're being intellectual. You know, I don't th- I don't know if I've ever picked up a behavior from a bus myself. I actually knew the like, game, the, wor- the name of the game just from watching path. it happen. I'm like, oh, it's like a red herring thing. And I'm like, and I searched, you searched the app store and it said red herring. I'm like, I am so good at this. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Intuition. I'm going to play red herring later today. It's that's, super fun. That's settled. And then I'm going to get on a bus and find out <laughs> what else I can learn about the world. Make it go viral, friend. Yeah. Just make it go viral. Yeah, just approach random passengers. Excuse me. <laughs> what do you do that what, I should do? What should I change about myself? <laughs> <laughs> What's that say? Yell random things? <laughs> that, get that kicked hap- off buses? Okay. Happened a lot in D.C., so yeah. it's mm-hmm. just a normal thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just a part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of the pageantry. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, I want to ask you a couple questions about iCivics. Oh, yeah. Because ostensibly, I mean, that's We're not why. here for about bananas. Well, okay. No. All right. That's fine. Well, Do whatever. I mean. It's your podcast. All right. So iCivics is a collection of free civics games. Um, it was an initiative started by Sandra Day O'Connor, and it is wildly popular, uh, played in, I think, every state, right? Every, every state. state in the Union. Everywhere. Um, yeah. it's, it's all uh, free civics games content. Um, much of it has been developed by us here at Filament Games. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what iCivics is. Okay. Awesome. We also have a ton of free lesson plans and yes. learning tools and all kinds of stuff. So um, so we're a website. You can go to us, iCivics.org. And basically, uh, it, it got started, I think, in the late 2000... What do you call the aughts? The naughty aughts. The aughts, you the naughty aughts. Yeah, we can do the aughts. And uh, <laughs> I came on in 2010 when we changed our name from Our Courts, which was a little bit more focused, yeah. um, over to iCivics, which is all the things broad. in government. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to teach civics, government, social studies, all that good stuff. And um, this was just a really cool mission 
and I was really struggling with finding good stuff to use in my classroom that sure. wasn't textbooky. Mm-hmm. So I uh, totally drank that Kool-Aid, and I'm now making that Kool-Aid Ooh. with extra sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like three cups. I, have I At mentioned least. the podcast before? I always, always The Kool-Aid thing, I mean, people talk about drinking the Kool-Aid because everyone, everyone died mm-hmm. from the original version of the Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's like that's why that's an expression. So it's yeah, it's always weird to me out that it gets used so freely. Cause it's like so I signed up for the newsletter. How there about you that? go. <laughs> right, it's a right? positive thing that happened. Right, there. yeah. The Kool Aid's <laughs> supposed to be avoided. Yeah, like, that's, that's I complied un- with the terms of service. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I opted in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I opted in. in. Yeah, I opted in. in. Um, so I, yeah, I've been there ever since. I cool. think it's important to say uh, that iCivics is depending on your perspective either the only or it, uh, or the most comprehensive, you know, c- complete game-based learning curriculum, right? It, there's lots of games about lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've made a good chunk of those, which is great. Mm-hmm. But there are very few, uh, there are very few curriculum that, they don't, that it's not just that they have or incorporate games, but they actually have a comprehensive framework of games that drive the content. And iCivics is a huge innovator on that front. Huge. Huge. <laughs> Everyone noticed uh, that I trumped that one. I trumped it a little. Or Bernie'd, or Bernie'd. Yeah, they yeah. both do it. Okay. Half yeah. Half it's cried. just it's the yeah. it's the election of the huge. Yeah. Those yeah. other the other curriculums, they're lightweights, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, when you look at the numbers. The curriculum, we yeah. have it. And yeah. people have been asking me about curriculum, and <laughs> we're going to talk about curriculum today. <laughs> the curriculum's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's incredible. It's beautiful huge. curriculum. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. That's as far as we go into politics yep. on this podcast. We now got that out of our systems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, w- I would like to know, this is, um, you know, might be a bit of a Sophie's choice, but what's your favorite iCivics game? See, that's another bad thing. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> but it's in, I mean, it, it, works. it works this time. All right. All right. Fair enough. It fair is enough. a bad thing to yeah. choose a favorite child. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to go and just say win the White House. All right. Oh. It was my first game that I worked on when I got hired okay. in its 2012 iteration. Yeah. And it is the first game that we have kind of made a, like, not quite a sequel, but a redo effort on yeah. it. And so... Uh, I think teaching around the elections is super important so that both the content's super critical and it's a really fun game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard it enough hard. to make you want to keep playing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So um, c- can you speak to uh, some of the changes that were made between kind of the, the previous version and this new revamped version? Absolutely. So we blew up kind of before you just picked an avatar mm-hmm. and you were running for president. Okay. Um, nowadays, we have it such that you pick your avatar, you get to get a slogan of your choice, mm. you do your uh, vice presidential candidate pick, which okay. is new. You pick a home state that you're from. Um, and you just, there's a lot more investment in your character, which, uh, is never bad for games. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you get a mid, midway through the game, once you've kind of created your full candidate, uh, there's actually a campaign kit that you can print if you want to and like post and, you know, out to your friends with the ridiculous slogans that you can choose from. Love it. Um, so that's, that's a really cool upgrade. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so, you know, that, that's, um, how are you guys kind of taking that out to classrooms now that you're, I know you're, again, in most of the states, all the states, mm-hmm. and uh, 50% or something of, of civics teachers say they use the games. Yep, um, that's cool. yep. Yeah, so how does that roll out to the kind of existing user base? 
Well, there's the behind the curtain hustle okay. of <laughs> lots of really great um, social media work on the back end. Major shout out to Amber, who kind of does all of our digital media outreach. Um, and Emma, they, they really work together to everything from webinars. So we had our first webinar about this last night. And we're going to continue to have webinars through the to the election. Um, uh, we have partnerships. So there's a uh, Educating for Democracy Alliance mm-hmm. that is a bunch of other groups like Close Up and League of Women Voters that we're all trying to like help get teachers to feel comfortable teaching the elections. And iCivics and um, the game when the White House is one of those things to okay. kind of make them mm-hmm. feel confident about doing that in a nonpartisan safe way. Right. Um, and really, it's so cool because our user base and our fan base is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they're very active on Twitter and, and yeah. the Facebook and things like this. <laughs> so um, basically, we use the routes that we have. And then also, we got some mad love from uh, USA Today, which was completely organic. They, awesome. they put us on the top list of like fun games around the election. Um, we were the only educational game, I think, in there. Mm. And like the one thing that the woman said who did it was like, I, you know, got to make my own candidate, blah, blah, blah. And it shows that you don't have to be nasty to win the presidency. And like, honestly, Mm. as a teacher, I just kind of like wanted to dust my hands off and go, okay. (laughs) 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 That it's a weird learning objective to try to go for, but that's what we went for. So um, we've just got a lot of, um, a lot of excitement, a lot of interest, just because this is like a magical time to be releasing a game about the elections. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we'll also be preview. Um, Executive Command is going to get the same kind of redo and treatment, so it's available on uh, iPads and mm-hmm. Android, and that's going to come out around the inauguration. So oh, cool. Okay. We're kind of riding this every four-year cycle wave to uh, world domination. Oh, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so um, you know, like thinking thinking down the line like that and looking at kind of like the future of iCivics, what do you kind of hope for the platform going forward? Like, what would you like? What would you like to see more of? I know you're talking about some kind of mobile compatibility is is one thing, but um, you know, what what are your hopes and dreams for iCivics of the future? Did I mention world domination? Um, you did mention that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> personal goal there. Um, we we really started out as a middle school curriculum, so mm. we focused on the middle school standards, the middle school realities, um, mm. and we were finding that I think a quarter of our teachers are high school teachers right now using okay. our stuff. Oh wow! Um, because what we make is both with the games and with our you know written lesson plan content, it's really scalable and usable in a lot of different ways. So one of our big efforts is to actually move into high school fully and just own it and say, listen, we've got stuff that's really kind of targeted the middle school learner and we're making stuff that's really targeted at like the upper high school experience. Some more sophisticated content. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A little bit deeper, mm-hmm. a little bit wider, all the things. Sure, um, sure. But you can imagine like a sixth grade civics class is going to be a little bit of a different experience than like a 12th grade. You're getting ready to graduate. Right. Holy crap. We have to teach you about your responsibilities than when you vote tomorrow. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, trying to address both of those use cases cool. as best we can. So that that's a huge undertaking, but it's going to be a really awesome one. I'm excited about that. Awesome. So uh, switching gears a little bit, um, one one thing that we're all very happy about is you're actually here in the studio with us. While we're working on this, um, so I'm just curious to know, kind of from a client perspective, what what that's like, and you know, what what kind of benefits you're seeing from that, and what is it like actually having to occupy the same space as Dan Norton right. as you work with him on stuff. Right. The like, sounds, yeah, the smells, <laughs> it's visceral. The multi-sensory Dan it's Norton been experience. Like <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, if there yeah. could be a sound effect inserted where my head blows up yeah. out of awesomeness, that's kind of how I've responded to this new move in my life. It's As a client, it's been amazing. I have learned so much in the first five years of working with you guys from what you do when you make a game, what considerations, what kind of, you know, content battles have to be, you know, had over like, this isn't fun, but it's a learning, you know, mm-hmm. like all these, all this stuff. And I didn't necessarily understand the why or the how of a lot of things. And, it, it, okay. you know, it's always easier to kind of like show and tell rather than just tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh I've learned, again, a lot in five years. I I can tell you that within the last, oh, there I go, sound like Trump again. Let me tell you. Um, (laughs) And just like the three months that I've been here, also just the kind of immediate feedback looping, brainstorming, problem solving without having to schedule a meeting, without having to like go like, I have this idea and I can fit you in next week on Thursday at four. Mm -hmm. Yep. If you're available. So it's it's paying some velocity dividends for you. Massive, massive, massive. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So who who are you working with directly on it at at Filament? Um, My team is Mm -hmm. an awesome team. Um, We have got Luke as the game design lead. Um, Natasha is doing our art. We've got Megan on UI. I'm going to forget everybody. Uh, Alex Larioza is um, working on the engineering and, I, and actually, there's been a lot of other people kind of pitching in for various needs or various activities. So, I mean, I love my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, again, shipped Win the White House and learned a lot by working with each other on that. And then we've, we're already, you know, at least mid-shin deep in um, executive command as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm short, so you can mid-shin. tell there's, <laughs> there's, some, there's some more progress to be done, but yeah. like it's... It's amazing. I just hop on over to a desk and kind of just like sit next to Luke and look sad and be like, talk to me. Yeah. And he does. He's Most very responsive the, he's to that. He's great yeah. about yeah. that. Um, I usually sulk at him if I need something from him as well. Yeah. But okay. it's, it's fantastic. All right. Cool. Um, so, Norton, what's what's your involvement? What are you doing with iCivics? Anything at all? Uh, I've mostly helped carry and coordinate like optimal places to get breakfast in town. <laughs> all right. Um yeah, that's pretty yes much on it. That. Yeah. And general inspiration, like yeah. your your presence, just kind of makes me want to be a better person. Yeah, yeah. I unfortunately, so this is the exact opposite effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. It's, it's, yeah. it's how complicated he is as a yeah. person. He is. Yeah. It's yeah. Complex. I think you know. So Luke, Luke is lead design on the projects, and the combination of Luke's competence and uh, Carrie and iCivics being extremely talented and sane clients mm-hmm. you know as yeah I, I mostly see Carrie as like an an awesome co-worker rather than actually mucking around with what they're doing over there they're kind of just like another autonomous team from my perspective which is awesome very cool yeah excellent I forgot to mention AJ he's also on my team oh yeah oh, sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget I'm like AJ. going through my email lists of people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the people you've slighted now mm-hmm. yeah sorry. it's gonna be very awkward it's like an academy yeah. award speech that I never got to give yeah I feel really good about that you mm-hmm. know who you are thank you <laughs> <laughs> indeed all right so um, so I'd like to ask you a little bit about educate to participate mm-hmm. what is that tell me about it it's a hashtag all right um, but it's also part of this. <laughs> That's it. Thanks. <laughs> so I'm not the social media expert that I sound like I am. Um, it's on the Twitter. <laughs> but yes. the idea behind it is that um, folks at Circle, which is the kind of youth voting, youth engagement research arm of Tufts University, mm-hmm. um, we kind of co-office together in, in D.C. before I moved out. And 
close up. And there's just a bunch of organizations who really care about youth understanding voting. And the way that you get that happening is you get the teachers to teach it in the classrooms. Mm -hmm. I taught when I taught and covered politics or any current events. um, There is a real serious kind of scary space where like misinformation is stronger than information. So Mm. um, if I do a balanced kind of thing about like the parties, I'll have one group of parents upset with me because I covered one party and one with the other. I mean, that's just the reality. And if anyone has turned on a radio or news or anything, you know that this is not exactly the most loving campaign season. Mm -mm. And so all of this kind of ugly muckety muck really makes the classroom uh, seem like a not safe space for teaching about elections. And it actually is. It's the best space to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've collected a lot of different activities. Again, our games, our lesson plans, close up has some great activities. League of women voters will actually come into your classroom and like register the kids to vote and talk about voting. So there's just a lot of, of access and circle actually does a ton of research and really interesting things about turnout and stuff like that live as it's happening right now in the primaries. Um, so basically, we're just trying to get the information out, get the nonpartisan materials out and be like, hey, you can do this. Here's how to get support from your administration. Here's how to get support from your parents. Um, understanding civics is not a political issue. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It is a basic fundamental piece of education. Right. And so, yeah, that, that's sort of implicit in the hashtag, right, is it's like this This is not partisanship. This is just this is participation. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is this is civil or civic action, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's really important. So, um, so yeah, if 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 you are teaching your children about politics right now, win the White House, it's free. Mm-hmm. Play it, and then screen cap it, and then tweet about it, and then mm-hmm. hashtag it. Educate to participate. And there's also been a bit of a challenge where you you know play through and say whether you won or not, and how many electoral votes you got, because mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the the end result of the game is if you won how, by how much, if you did not win. How close were you? Mm. So that's been a really fun thing to watch on Twitter is, you know, folks, both teachers and students kind of go like, woo, and like, ah, I'm going to try better next time. And oh, guess sure. what? They want to play again, which is also the thing about our games that we make with you guys is they are like, I have grown ups telling me they're addictive. Okay. So that's kind of awesome. This is why we see the same candidates every <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every cycle. They're just like, oh, I got to get back at that. More and more. More you delegates. Don't, you don't happen to know offhand what the, num- the top amount of electoral votes gathered is, do you? I know it's been over 400. Really? I think there was like a, I'll have to, no, not off the top of my head, but I know that there's been some massive like spanking happening. Like utter landslides. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And More there's so. been some pretty big losses too. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> landslides on both sides. Exactly. Right. exactly. <laughs> Can't skip Florida. <laughs> no. There are some states you should probably hang out in. Yeah. yeah. A little effort. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, okay. So um, the last thing that I want to talk about is something we do every week. Today's contronym. Yeah. Rent. Rent. I feel I, I feel like we just said that there's only going to be great contronyms on Contronym Corner. So, I, I'll be honest, I'm choking on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, pressure. yeah. So, Carrie, so the first step is, you know, we sort out how is it a contronym? How mm. is rent the opposite of rent? So, uh, <laughs> you can rent something. So you've given money to borrow a thing. Oh, you can also rent something in that you are the person who's loaning it mm. and receiving the money. That's right. <clears throat> I mean, those are different and they're <laughs> the opposite sides of a transaction. 
Yeah, so any thoughts, Carrie? What do you think? Is it how is this on? <laughs> Norton, you sound so dejected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, wah, wah. just put it to bed. Put it to bed, Carrie. Put the pillow over As this one. As a renter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I got nothing, guys. I was, I. I mean, just a score out of five. Yeah. As far as contronyms go, mm. compared to all the other contronyms right. that you use and think about all the time, yeah, it's a really large part of my brain <laughs> yeah, that I use right? with this. Um, uh, I think as it is identified as a thing that means two different things, but not opposite, because the action is the same. It's just the direction of the action is different. Yeah, right. It's um, not quite good enough. I'm gonna give you a C. <laughs> all right, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't go you to me. Ran 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 <laughs> for effort, you uh, went through the process. Yeah. It just did not yeah. make it. DailyWritingTips.com has failed me for the last <laughs> yeah. time. Yes. For the last time. That's true. All right. Well, <laughs> a middling experience. I'm going back to my coffee talk. <laughs> SNL skits to try to find something else for you, but I, I no, cannot no. assist you. I'm sorry. Uh, I think I think we should be proud that we have we've we've explored the philosophy of contronyms and have sorted out what a satisfactory contronym is versus an unsatisfactory. We may be the premier experts yes. <laughs> at this point in the I world. Think so. I, think I doubt so. anyone has spent this much time. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Film and Games Podcast. If you'd like to hear more about games, game-based learning, and well-informed, accurate observations about sports and such, subscribe today on Stitcher or iTunes. 